G'day golfers. Ever found yourself redirecting blame and making excuses after having an absolute shocker on a golf course? I know that I have. Range was closed, I was a little cold, didn't warm up. I hit it in those three old divots. Then we have the podcast for you. We focus on how to fundamentally own your swing. Strike it pure and consistently shoot in the 70s. Be it if you're a weekend hack, retired and playing daily, a school phenom or a tour professional. We present and discuss facts and physics pertaining to golf, trying to keep our ego and opinion at bay. We dispel myths such as keep your head down, bend your knees, or my all-time favourite game improvement irons. So stop drinking that mythical Kool-Aid and have a sip of ours. I think you'll find it both inspiring and refreshing. I'm Scott Young, founder of Swing, PGA professional and ex-tour player. And together with physical therapist, Dr. Sean Joyce, welcome to Pivot the Path. G'day golfers and welcome to the second episode of Pivot the Path. Today we're going to illustrate how our swing platform is based on a thorough, relatively unique knowledge of human physiology and how golf-specific physiology predetermines the efficiency of your golf improvement. Now all that sounds like a mouthful, especially at this early in the morning, but it's super simple, we'll break it down. Joining me today and partnering here on in on Pivot the Path is Sean Joyce, Doctor of Physical Therapy. So Without further ado, I'm proud to introduce Sean. Mate, welcome. Buckle up. Let's shake things up a little. Thanks, Scotty. Happy to be here. So, Sean, tell us a little bit about why, mate, you're so passionate about all things movement and um, and how we came to meet one another here at Swing. Yeah, so it's a funny story. I mean, I've been trying to get really into the golf world for, for years now. Um, my poor wife's probably heard of me talking about it for endless days, but I was bouncing around New York City here trying to find the right place uh, to get started, open up some sort of shop where I'm helping golfers move better. Uh, hit a lot of closed doors about every other place until I found Scotty here on LinkedIn and uh, shot him a message, you know, said, hey, I want to work with golfers. You got a cool setup. Um, and he got back to me immediately and said, come in tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk about things. So from there, you know, it's, yes, it's been pretty done. smooth, actually. Yeah, year and change at this point. Um, but you happen to be kind of looking for somebody like me. I was looking for you. I didn't know it at the time, but, uh, synchronistic. How about physical yeah. therapy? How'd you get into that? What, what uh, led you down well, that path? A lot of injuries. So, um, ice hockey and lacrosse are big things for me growing up. So a lot of contact injuries, broken bones, that sort of stuff. And D1, um, D1 lacrosse. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Played through college down in Kentucky. Uh, so a lot of aches and pains over the years. My last year playing in, in college was, you know, popping through ibuprofens, get through the game, but suffering through it. So I uh, kind of realized something's got to change. I got to figure out how to fix myself first. Um, Did you see physical therapists along the way or was this yeah, self? Yeah, I saw physical therapists, chiropractors, you know, massage, different uh, medical doctors. A lot of things that didn't really get me where I was going. That's kind of what sparked my interest in yeah. saying, hey, I've, I've been to some people it can't really help me much. There's got to be people who can. Eventually, I found somebody, a guy who works for the Denver Broncos, uh, really turned things around for me, both health-wise, but kind of realizing there's there's so many cool things you can do in terms of fixing issues in your body. And so for me, it was it was eye-opening. And I thought, hey, I could I could do this. This is pre-college. Yeah, this was in high school. Oh, actually, very cool. When okay. I kind of found the interest. So uh, over the years, kind of had it in the back of my mind. So that's something I'm going to go into, and then. Uh, where I ended up going to play lacrosse, uh, had a great PT program, so it, it kind of fell Which is place. where? Where was that? 
in Kentucky. So Bellerin University is what Solid. it's called. Shout out to and, Bellerin University. Yeah, go nice. Without you, wouldn't have SJ. Yeah. Love it. Um, and then as the years went on and I was playing sports, you know, we, I'd take my teammates, we'd go play golf. And uh, I always did this growing up, but never really put any serious so played a little bit growing up? Yeah, a little yep. bit growing up. Just go out there, whack the ball sort of deal. Uh, but then after the cross was done, I realized I need something to cling on to competitively a little bit. And, and that's where I started taking golf a lot more seriously. Yes. When Sean comes and before he has patience here at swing, there's always balls or chips or putts. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Got to hit a couple. I mean, we're golf nuts. At the end of the day, we're just like everyone listening. We, we just love the game and the game's greater than anything. It's greater than any individual. And it's the game itself is, is what it's all about. But it's kind of where we take a step back before we get into building that speed or power consistency is, is we've got to really understand why a person's in the situation they are in their in their body and their movement first. So really dive into, you know, their, their movement patterns, um, you know, strength in certain muscles, range of motion in particular for golf. So why, why wouldn't you, so let's get back to, let's just rewind a little bit. Great comment. Why, why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we just give said golfer eight who wants to hit it 300 yards and he's currently 250? Why don't you just go straight into power? What, what's the problem there? Well, you've got to know why they're lacking power in the first place. So, so it's not always technical is what you're saying? Not always. Okay. Um, and the idea is if, if you've got certain issues, first figure out what they are, and then you only need to really spend your time focusing on those issues. If you're doing a blanket statement program for somebody, uh, you're going to be spending a lot of time doing things that maybe don't need to be addressed. Interesting. So there's a lot of PGA Tour products out there, and they've launched these apps, and the guys put their names on a gimmick. What you're saying is the gimmick and their self-proclaimed want to hit it 50 yards further, that actually might just be a further band-aid and not fix the root problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I we we have your patients walking past me every 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 day, and I'm gobsmacked at how many people are injured when we ask them, oh, you know, how did you get injured? And they've been on a platform here, or they've bought this apparatus, or yeah, keep it simple. It's funny, you know, as an Aussie. Physical therapy is a staple for movement uh, and, and to see a movement practitioner. But it seems in the US that one only sees a physical therapist if they're in pain or injury. And, th and that's always bizarre to me. The cultural difference with physical therapy, I'd love to change because I know without you guys, I can't move. And I, I've never worked with a trainer. Uh, I've only ever worked with doctors of physical therapy. I, I think it's important. Why, why do you think that you, like the US culture is very conservative that way? It's, it's strange. I think physical therapy as a brand is not, uh, or as a profession has not branded itself well. Yeah, I agree. They've um, got to change their branding to the customer. Yeah. And so people think of it as, okay, once things go wrong, then all right, let's go deal with this because we've got to deal with it now as opposed to interesting more performance. Or I always tell people, I mean, every day that it's much easier to prevent something from going wrong than is fix it after it's already gone wrong. Yeah, it's funny. We get all the swing, you know, we've got... 450 in this particular box we're opening more boxes and one guy specifically comes to mind and he only saw you know doctors of physical therapy once he was injured in here i'm like mate this is why we could have saved you this hassle when his light bulb went off so how do you think you change that i mean is that something the physical therapy board might want to look at i think so definitely starting they to pretty rephrase kind of the way yeah. that people look at it uh but a lot of it is just because most people's experience has been in these big kind of clinics that are all hospitals. about volume Interesting. Um, so hospitals or just big chain clinics that have them all over the so United what do you mean States. by that like 
And so if, if anyone's listening to this, and they've gone to physical therapy and they're thinking, oh, I know that it's, it's you come in, they throw you on um, ice or heat and stimulation for 15, 20 minutes so they can see. And they've probably else. got what, four patients yeah, going at a go. Yeah. And, uh, and then they'll get, you know, maybe there's a team of a, a PT, a PTA, um, which is a PT assistant, and then an aide, like a high school kid or something on a summer internship. And you spend about five, 10 minutes with the actual doctor of physical therapy. He has no time to do anything meaningful or her. Um, and then they pawn you off to the PTA who does some stretching exercises with you. And then and that's you it. Spend a little Kick time you to with, the curb. Yeah. And, Whereas and then you're, you're out the door. one-on-one, right? All the time. Yep. Only. Yep. And goal is just to only address what should be addressed. I mean, you want the sessions to be efficient so you get the most return on investment of spending time and working on your body. So, so I guess following on from there, how about we chat about our concepts that we've created here at Swing and, and Processes. And so we label every single customer that walks in, either in person here at Swing or online. And, and then we, we, we explain them and put them into a physical, physiological bucket. And I think that's, that's really important, that, uh, that whole idea of, you know, what we've coined bucketing. And, and how would you, you know, what would you think of that? How would we explain what, what our buckets are? Yeah, I think it's a, an easy way for especially our, our golfers in here to kind of digest and understand where they sit in the spectrum of movement versus stability um, and how that relates to the golf swing. So we've got our buckets that we can kind of put people into. And that way we can do some group things and get, you know, similar people from a movement and body standpoint working on things together or in a group setting, which is really cool. And then I kind of, from that, take those buckets and there's just smaller buckets pretty much. So do you, did you do that previously? Did you, did you identify and literally tell the client, hey, you are in this bucket? So for me personally, as, as we talked about, won't revisit, but I'm hypermobile, so I have zero stability naturally. So every workout I did, I worked out yesterday, I rode. My daughter's rowing, so I'm trying to keep up with her. But I rode for 10 minutes, did 2K, and then just did stability for 40 minutes. And I feel amazing. I feel like someone's got gaffer tape and like taping me up to stabilize. I mean, it's really, I can absolutely feel it. Like I feel amazing after a workout. And that's another thing. Everyone always complains how poorly they feel after a workout. You should feel great, right? Yeah. So you're, it's a good sign you're not doing the right things in yeah, that case. Yeah, totally. Interesting. Yeah. So remember that chap we had just to, just, to, just to talk about a specific client. I was actually at the reception desk. SJ's with a patient. He happens to finish. And then there was a guy in that corner starts yeah, yeah. with N. And mm-hmm. uh, he was coming way outside in, clunky. And I, you can hear, I've been listening to people practice now for, you know, four years, 14 hours a day. You can hear when someone's shallow and ripping it. And you can hear when someone's getting really steep and using their torso. And, and I said to this particular chap, hey, what, uh, you know, what's going on? That sounds terrible. And he said, I just feel locked. And I, I asked Sean very graciously. I said, maybe you've got 10 minutes. This, this kid's a good young guy. He's like 25-ish. Yeah. And said, hey, SJ, can you jump on here and just explain to this individual what's going on? And, and I, I said to this individual, look, how about we do a deal? If this doesn't change your life in 10 minutes, I'll give you six months membership. And, and what happened? You weaved your magic. What'd you do there? Yeah, so-, so in my eyes, a really simple, easy fix. But we kind of just run a couple of tests on him, find his, his pelvis. especially. So put him in his bucket. Yeah, so his left hip we find is in a specific posture, one that's kind of a, a well-known pattern. Um, so this is kind of like a bucket of mine that's, you know, we have him, we know is, is very mobile. Um, but then as we dive into it a little bit, it kind of funnels down into, okay, he's very mobile, but then his left hip was blocked out of internal rotation, Okay. which is, we always talk from about him or injury. Or? Um, it, for him, he's got a history of injury. So probably acquired 
pattern to heal from that injury that his body never reset and got back to Now, would he have had pain during the day or is this just a, literally a golf thing? Um, I think for him in the past, yes, I think now it's more of a, he hits enough balls, he'll start getting, you know, some pain and soreness. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we found, okay, he's, his left hip is in a position where he can't access his internal rotation. Sure. Which for ready golfer, massively important. Uh, so we went through a few corrective exercises. You take the hip, get it pulled into place, um, get some muscles active so your brain can realize, okay, we're going to use these to stabilize now and keep the hip so moving. It's, it's part neuromuscular in terms of teaching the brain what to do and how to do it. Yeah. So you kind of get the hip pulled in place where it should be originally, teach it, okay, you've got these muscles to support it, and then you know you recheck and see how much internal rotation does he have. Most cases, unless there's a pathology or injury, it just sets for in your yeah. back to square one. So then go hit some balls. Yeah, and as in as I, as I sit here right now, and then this particular chap uh, just ripped it from the inside, and he, he literally hit one shot, turned around, he's like, "All right, sign me up." Yeah, that and was he's awesome. been coming to you ever since. But yeah. but the point is, for that younger generation, we really had to push him to, hey. Physical therapy is not because you're injured. It's because these guys are the best in the business at movement. So pivoting on here a little bit, uh, but with the same stroke of the, of the same brush. I know you're a golf nut like me. Uh, who do you see on TV, on PGA Tour, who you'd love to, you know, basically get in your little hands and maybe get them to move a little better? I think you and I are extremely trained in biomechanics and we can see it straight away. Who's your, who's your guy on tour that you look at and go, oh, something's not right there? Yeah, so this is a fun question, but my initial thought was like, all right, let's get John Daly in the gym here and just <laughs> yeah. to work, see what we can do. But, shout out, Mr. Daly. We love you. You're yeah. awesome. But then it, Maybe the, not on the same brand as Swing. Yeah, but, um, but then it wouldn't be, you know, John Daly. That's yeah. not how he goes about things. Um, but it'd be fun to see, you know, with, with exercise where you could get him. Um, the other one that came to mind, though, and I think he's more on DP World Tour, is Ryan Fox. Interesting, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with No, I don't swing. know Ryan too um, much. So Obviously, he's, no. No, know the, the name. Yeah, so he's uh he's more of like a stout like rugby player build. Almost, okay, as a parent. So, so one would imagine he's got a little less mobility. Maybe? You would think so, but then you watch his swing and it's really unique looking, especially if you slow mo it. If anyone's ever seen his swing slow mo, um, it's really interesting. But he gets way heavy into his trail side and keeps his torso there, um, and he pummels the ball. But he gets in this really like side right bend, side bend. Will Zelatoris. Interesting. Um, yeah, and, I mean, the amount of wrist hinge he's still got halfway down is, is fascinating to watch. But um, his left foot is almost pointed at the target. So he's therefore um, got lack of internal rotation. At, at, did you notice at address or during the swing? Um, at address. And, Interesting. So yeah, he's obviously yeah. worked out that he's got – so for all those guys and girls who are not quite sure on hip mobility, as a right-handed golfer or left or right, but as, obviously as a right-handed golfer, your left hip is your, your lead hip. That is internally rotating as you hit the golf ball and your right hip at the same time externally rotates. So to me, it's amazing that you've got over 20,000 golf pros who actually don't know what internal and external rotation is. That just blows my mind. So Swing and and Sean and I have basically created a platform where that is the first thing we do is we actually measure it. You can measure this stuff. So that's interesting. So Ryan... I presume as him him or his team have worked out, hey, I don't have a lot of internal rotation. I've got personally 68 degrees, so I'm the outlier. I've got crazy hip mobility. 
So if you open and, and splay open your lead foot, if your internal rotation's poor, then the net effect is you've basically got whatever you need relative yeah. to your foot. Give yourself room Interesting. to rotate. Yeah. What else did you see with um, Mr. Fox? Yeah, so Foxy Fox. And looking at his there, and he's pummels the ball, like I was saying. Um, so I was just looking at him swinging, thinking, you know, with how unique it looks, I'd love to put him to a screen and just see, you know, why What's the swing looks on? the way it does. Sure. You know? Um, I kind of look at it in a way of your body organizes itself around, you know, the options it has available. I think for golfers in particular, you don't realize how clever your brain is. Like if you've got to, you got to hit the ball, but you have no internal rotation, your body will find a way to get it done. Now it may not be very efficient and sure. it may put stress, but yeah. um, in his case, he's built a really crazy looking swing um, around what is his mobility, strength, you know, all of that range of motion looks like. And so it'd be cool to see. If that picture comes together, if you would actually put them through some of the screening and assessment that we do and, and say, hey, yeah, I know, right, now I know you guys have explained to me that I lack, so my pelvis is tilted very anteriorly, which is a fancy word for saying down. So most of what I do is a posterior tilt, and mm -hmm. I don't love how I finish in my golf swings. I finish yeah, in I slight, yeah, slight forward bend. I'm like, I don't want to see that. But as I work on my glutes and posterior tilt, Turkish get-ups, lots of push and pull sleds and, and tie flips, I'm actually increasing my extension through impact and I can nice. actually look at it now. It's yeah, not... all right, it's a start. Interesting. So that that kind of that golf technique is interesting, but the whole X factor is what I'd love to you and I to dive in today because I think that's probably the most uh, disassociated or there's so much misinformation. So let's neutralize and debunk all that information about what exactly X factor is physiologically. What does one need to achieve it? And why that X factor is is so important in the golf swing. So how about, I mean, there's some golf pros who who basically say that X factors, one of the leading, you know, quote unquote, top 10 instructors in the US says it's muscles storing energy. I'm like, well, last time I checked, muscles can't store energy. So X factor for all those out there, it's, it's really simple. In the backswing, your thoracic spine rotates away from the target. So people say shoulder turn, shoulders actually can't turn. So it's your thoracic spine. Now, the X factor is we can measure how much thoracic spine you've got. Now, again, jumping back to what Sean does best is that we put people into a bucket, right? And so we actually measure how much thoracic spine rotation you've got. I'm a mad surfer. I know when I surf, my T-spine mobility gets, gets hammered a little. So as the thoracic spine is rotating away from the target, so for a right-hander that's rotating to the right, that lead hip wants to start the downswing before the thoracic spine reached its range of motion. Mm -hmm. So if you can picture there, as you listen to us guys here and girls, as the left hip for a right-handed golfer, as the lead hip is turning towards the target, the thoracic spine is still rotating away from the target, and that stretch is what we're talking about. So mm -hmm. why is that so important, and what do you need in a human body for that to achieve there? Yeah, so that's um, back to what you said earlier about the kind of storage of energy. I think I understand where he's coming from in that regard, but it's really that like um, the stretching of the muscles that connect the two segments we're talking about. So your hips going to the left, torso and, and thoracic spine is going to the right. The connecting points there are your big oblique abdominal muscles. So as you start going opposite direction with one, you're pulling one end of the muscle to the right, the other is pulling to the left. So that's where if you think of like a rubber band, the more that stretches, there's more tension and more potential for the energy to then come flying back the other way when you let go of that rubber band. So said simply, 
the greater the X factor stretch, the faster velocity will be occurring at impact. You should be able to, yeah, generate more speed. Interesting. So someone like a John Daly, who potentially might not have a six pack, although he may, <laughs> yeah, he may, uh, <laughs> but he still gets it done. So that's why golf's such a unique sport. Yeah, like the Boo Weeklies, the the John Daly's, the Bubba Watsons. You know, Will Zalatoris is ripped. I know that for a fact. But mm-hmm. some of these guys who aren't still must be able to get that X factor, but they do it not optimally. So what we're saying is. Getting back to that question about Ryan Fox, maybe you could actually improve. Do you think that's a learned skill? Do you think you can improve X Factor? I think absolutely. I think there's a bit of both nature and nurture there. Some people do it more naturally. Uh, I think in particular people who have pretty good mobility. So if you can create that separation torso to hips, then um, good chance you start to do it a little bit more naturally. For the really stiff people that move all in one, I think it can be improved. But Stiff um, being lacking mobility. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah, through yeah. like the torso, that kind of core region we're talking about here. So we're coming to you from 245 Park here. So our finance crew, which is obviously most of our most of our members in this particular location, finance guys, three finance girls, three screens, tight T-spine, mm-hmm. their ability to what we call disassociate, turn lead hip left and T, T-spine right. Yeah, zero. Right, you lose that sitting at a desk all day. You don't. Yeah. You don't ever separate. You standing just desk, like a plank. What do you think of standing desk? Helpful. I think sitting in any or staying in any one position is is going to cause issues eventually. So best thing I find is variation in how you're spending your time. So if you sit all day, cause problems. If you stand all day, will also cause a different set okay, of problems. Okay, that's interesting. So if you can change it as often as possible, get up, walk, get water. If you can put your desk up and down, you know as frequently as you can, try and move. We've covered a lot there. Yeah. So one thing I didn't get you to ask, I'd be fascinated to hear in your part, is uh, a golfer that you'd like to get in here, see what's going oh, on. Oh, wow. There's, there's lots that are funny. There's lots that are funny. Scotty Scheffler is interesting to me. Why that trail leg slides, my yeah. guess is his external rotation of his, of his right hip. So my external rotation is absolutely horrible. I mean, it's very poor. So I actually have to pick up my right heel. So I've never met Scotty. I'm sure he's a great, great guy. But his external rotation of that right hip must be annihilated, so he slides that right hip. Arnold Palmer was very similar. I would love to have worked with Army because there's a guy who obviously is just brilliant. Thanks, Mr. Palmer, for everything you've done for us. Obviously, we wouldn't be here without you, and I mean that sincerely. Uh, he had a really funny swing with a lot of forward bend through impact. Mm-hmm. can't believe he didn't have a lot of back pain. So probably Arnold Palmer. I would love to have worked with him 20 years ago and yeah. to work out why his – Golf swing is so unique because it really is the helicopter finish yeah, and yeah. Uh, opens it through impact, but then could hit his big bolo hook if he had to. So for me, it's both spiritually, I think he was just obviously, I never met him, I would love to. Uh, Donald Bradman, Arnold Palmer, and Ben Hogan, they're my three guys I would like to have met. In fact, yeah. the, the Fantasy Four is throwing this out to you right now. My Fantasy Four is exactly that. Arnold Palmer, Don Bradman was an Australian cricketer who was. Who is just amazing? Uh, who's you? Who's give me a quick throwing on the spot? Here. Give ah, me that's a, pretty give interesting. Me a fantasy four golf game for an afternoon. Yeah, and probably Peyton Manning would be mine. I think Peyton's okay. That's yeah, pretty cool. He'd be a Mix funny, someone into this, yeah. not just, just golf. Peyton's a funny. Um, guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm thinking off the top of my yeah, mind here. Um, I mean, of course, you, you think Tiger Woods just in his prime. You take him from you know just, from the, wow just to see yeah, someone hit the ball like that. Um, the other thing I think would be pretty funny, some of the NBA guys like Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley, 
and just get them throwing bets back and Charles forth. Charles Barkley would be hysterical. Other. His swing would be hilarious. To okay, see actually, you know what? Let's um, pivot here. That's why we call this pivot the path. Charles Barkley. All these golf pros who, who talk and on and on and on. We can get that guy from the inside straight away. His hip flexors have to be so tight because he's yeah. in forward bend. Yeah. Every time Sir Charles goes into that squat motion, that's the worst thing for his golf swing. What, what happens when your hip flexors are in a squat? How much rotation can you get there? Oh, way less. Um, but also it puts your, your lower back in a, a pretty compressed position, especially if you're trying to rotate from there. So uh, I think, yeah, he, he would just need a little So maybe Sir Charles is the first guy we try to get in. Yeah, let's Sir do Charles, it. you're out there, buddy. <laughs> Come on call. in. Yeah, we'll you're welcome. Your, uh, we'll fix your golf game there. This has been awesome, Sean. I am absolutely so proud to have you on part of, you know, you and I as we launch this. It's a brand new brand. We're, we're trying to figure this out. Uh, and we're just uh, just absolutely elated to be doing this together. Um, so I'm excited for the journey here. Beauty golfers, thanks for listening to Pivot the Path. And remember, your on-course improvement starts with the work you put in your entire game to absolutely own your swing. So keep on moving, keep swinging. We'll see you next time here on uh, Pivot yeah. the Path. Hit them well. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.